This episode of the Press Road Podcast is brought to you by Out of the Park Developments, makers of Out of the Park Baseball 18, Franchise Hockey Manager 4, and MLB Manager 2017. Every single Wednesday night is Out of the Park Night Around the World, live on twitch.tv slash Developments. Join our great community managers and game developers for three hours of Out of the Park Developments fun. It starts every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern with our baseball associate community manager, Snaggle J, Chris Jardine, streaming live for an hour. That's followed by our baseball community manager, TJ Lowerman, a.k.a. That Sports Gamer, doing an hour live. And then that is followed up at 10 p.m. Eastern by franchise hockey community manager, Adam Burnett, and franchise hockey manager, producer Jeff Riddles, doing another live hour. That's three hours of fun. Come watch and see why our games are so well-loved by the community. Interact live with the community managers and the developers, and just have some fun with a bunch of other people who love sports and video games and sports video games. That's every single Wednesday night, starting at 8 p.m. Eastern, live at 8 p.m., 9 p.m., and 10 p.m. Eastern, the baseball and the hockey, live on twitch.tv slash Developments. And if you can't be there live, that's fine, because every couple of days afterwards, all of that gets archived to our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Developments. Thanks, everybody. Come support the team and enjoy the show. Well, hey, everybody. Rich Christian here. Thank you, as always, for listening to the Press Row Podcast. We really appreciate it. Tonight, it's part two of our great fun series all our rowdy friends when we get various friends of the press row podcast to join us and count down their top three favorite sports video games of 2017 a lot of fun tonight we've got four different segments we've got our good friend ryan lewis who i've known and worked with since way back in the fourth string days we've got Corey andrus and daniel basil uh, otherwise known as uber youtuber uh, joining us together for a segment uh, we've got our good friend Matt Cato from Game Informer, and then we've got Adam Burnett and Jeff Riddles, the community manager and the producer, respectively, of Franchise Hockey Manager. All four segments are a whole lot of fun, some very different choices from very different perspectives. So thanks, everybody, as always, for listening. We uh, really appreciate it very much. Enjoy the show. Well, okay, again, as, as everybody knows, the reason that this is one of my favorite shows is because I get to talk to all my friends, new friends, old friends, and up next we have somebody I've known for a long time, I don't even know how long, more than 10 years, uh, somebody who I spent several fun years with on the Fourth String podcast, which is obviously the, the precursor to the Press Road podcast, and he also happens to be the best graphic designer I've ever known, an incredibly smart digital marketer, and really just a heck of a guy, Mr. Ryan Lewis. Ryan, welcome back to the show. It's been a while. How are you, man? I'm doing great. I feel like it's been decades, Rich. I think we were we were working on like print books, right? The old yeah. like, those old Heidelberg presses when we first started, and then <laughs> now we used to be talking about like what was that game where you put the ball into like the little cup, like when you just got it's on a string. That was the first game, a sports game, I think we reviewed back back when we started. And, so and our online franchise petition never did get off the ground for some reason. Can't figure that out. <laughs> yeah. They need to invent the whole internet first, I feel like. But, you know, what are you going to do? We, we could have not, we never known that that was going to happen back in the 1800s. That's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. So, 2017, favorite sports games of the year. Ryan, you are, uh, you, you've got a, a long history with these franchises. So, 
I'm really interested to hear your take on on the current crop. So let's just jump right into it, shall we? What is what is number three on your list of your top sports games of 2017? Okay, so number three was like a little bit tough because I feel like out of all the sports games I've played, um, I was I was pretty. I, I would say like if I had to describe like how I felt about the games this year, I'd just say like content. I was I don't think. There wasn't any of the major titles that necessarily blew me away, but I'm like, these all look great. They play great. I'm having fun playing these games. Um, so the third one was like a little little bit tough because it was kind of like the third and the fourth were pretty close. Um, so I will just let you know that my third is MLB The Show. Nice. 17. And it kind of edged out uh, NBA 2K just a little bit, which is, you know, those. I think any other year, those are probably my one and two. Um, cause I, you know, I just, they're such well-made games, both of them. That's what I want to say about NBA 2K. It's like, I didn't necessarily like the direction that they went with the online aspect of the, my player mode. That's the one that I spend the most time in. And oh, I realize really? it's, yeah, like I just, you know, like I, the franchise mode in that game is so complex and so it's so detailed and it's great, but it just gets a little bit, you know, basketball, like I, I love it. I'm starting to get more into it, but it's still a little bit too complex for me to really dive too into. Um, and that's a little bit similar with MLB, the show's franchise. Like I like playing it, but I spend a lot more time in the single player mode in that one, uh, you know, road to the show. And that's why I kind of had to give it the nod. I just felt like the little tweaks that they made to kind of start bringing it into a more story-based mode, um, with the changes that they made, I think it was, wasn't this year, it was the year before, to kind of keep it so that you could play a whole game series before you had to go back into the clubhouse. Right. Um, it just, it makes how I play that mode, like, that's the game that I'll play year-round when I'm just like, oh, I'm just going to play a few games because they're quick if you're doing them, you know, the road to the show style. And I just like, you know, the ball physics, like, just added this extra little, like, hits are kind of a little bit more fun. Uh, graphics, you know, improved a great deal. Um and NBA 2K, you know, I just want to say like they, that game is fantastic, and they did, you know, some some cool improvements. Just not, you know, just didn't speak to me like like MLB the Show did this year. Interesting, yeah. I mean, the show, uh, you know, as we've talked about, I've sort of invented my own way to play that game a lot, which is to player lock with the guy for five oh, or yeah. six innings and then play yeah. the rest of it, which has really also transformed my NBA 2K because now I don't. Um, when I play NBA 2K, I'm in playing my franchise, and I simulate all the way through about the past halftime up to around seven or eight minutes and left in the third period, and then I jump in, and that's been that's been a whole thing. So now I'm like, I'm playing the, all these games in these strange modes. Of course, when I play Madden, if I'm playing against the CPU, I'm just playing as offense because playing defense is boring. So like, <laughs> I don't even play these games like the regular way anymore because I, you yeah. don't have to. And they, and they let you sort of create your own experience, which is pretty amazing. Yeah. No, that's the fascinating part about all these games actually this year is that there's so many different ways to play them now, especially even inside of a mode like you're talking about. I mean, you're probably one of like maybe a dozen people that play it that way or right. who knows. Maybe, right. maybe there's literally thousands or tens of thousands of people that do that. but. I think it's a genius idea if you're just like, eh, you know, I just want to get the gist of it. You know, I think some people want to have so much control over it, but yeah, hard to, hard to say. Yeah. It all comes down to, do I feel like I'm still influencing the game? Yeah. And when I pick up the game, you know, with uh, seven, eight minutes left in the third, sometimes, you know, I'm up by five or six. Sometimes I down by 10. Sometimes it's even. But either way, there's more than enough time left for me to sort of, 
either screw it up and lose badly or not screw it up and, you know, win by a point or two. So yeah. And basketball, you know, basketball is a sport that I think in general, and, and this could be said of any sport, but for some reason I have the perception that in the last two minutes of basketball, maybe even in the last minute, you know, if it's even a six point game, it's, it's still like super close and it's back and forth. And then you, you know, you foul for like the last minute to, you know, to make, get them to the free throw line. So I feel like you could do that with basketball. Like if, you know, if you just simmed like MLB the show, for example, and you get to like the eighth or ninth inning and That's you just, totally you know, different. yeah, because it could be, you know, seven to three and you're yeah. like, well, you know, this is, I'm like, I'm at the middle of the lineup, you know, it's just not going to happen. So right. yeah, basketball works that way. Well, all right. So NBA 2K narrowly edged up by MLB The Show for number three. What, Mr. Lewis, is your number two? Uh, my number two is Madden 18, um, which, you know, it's it's OK. So this is the thing about sports games this year. Like the, the ones I re- rewarded the most are the ones that I thought kind of took the biggest risk because the disappointing part about Madden, if I want to get that out of the way first, is that the mode I love the most, the mode that I spend, you know, playing all football season long, you know, franchise mode. Um, it, it obviously, you know, didn't, <laughs> didn't really change from last year. Like it really was, you know, I mean, there's a couple subtle tweaks to some of the play calling and, um, you know, it, it just feels like the exact same game inside of that mode, which, you know, I thought, you know, last year's, you know, 17 was fine. So it, that's fine. But I think, you know, kind of, it feels like they've been heading towards, uh, you know what they eventually did with Longshot the past couple years when they do the intro when you played as the Rams for yes. 17 and you played as the Panthers against I think it was the Seahawks in in 16. Yep. Um, and I really I felt like there was something more there. Um, and I just man Longshot like you look at the credits for that if you get through it and that I mean it's a it's a movie essentially like it it it's got a whole production crew that did all these different things, like all the, you know, obviously video games in general have a huge crew working on them, but just seeing like the, the, the number of people that worked on that mode, that's a huge risk to them because it's not like, you know, it's a, I think three or four hour mode that you play. And then when you're done, you're done. Um, and because of that, I'm assuming, you know, they obviously could develop or put resources towards franchise mode. Um, but I, I enjoyed that so much. You know, I enjoyed actually going through that and the story and just there. It wasn't perfect, but I, I really I had a fun time with it. And I was I really it. impressed. I dug yeah. it. I thought it was a lot of fun. I thought mm-hmm. it was original. Uh, in particular, you know, this is an NFL licensed game, so you can't just have it be anything either. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, the reality of the situation is they have to work all of this stuff into something that the NFL will allow to be in the game, which you know, it, it's not something that should be ignored either. So with all of those factors, I'm with you, man. I thought it was fantastic. Now, granted, you know, Todd Zuniga, Adrian Todd Zuniga, yeah. our friend, you know, was was a major part of that. But I would have enjoyed it regardless. I certainly feel better enjoying it more because of, uh, you know, Todd being the writer of it and Mike Young being the creative director. But, you know, e- either way, I thought it was terrific. Yeah, no, I and that's why I think... Um... That's why I just was, you know, it was so notable. And, I, and it's not that the whole, the game as a whole, you can't like look at it and say, okay, this was markedly better than MLB The Show or NBA 2K um, as far as like just overall. But I mean, I just think that, you know, it just gets me really excited about what they're going to do to move that forward because the potential there, I mean, like it's essentially a movie type story. 
Um, but then how do you take that and then make that maybe into like a, a more expanded mode where your choices maybe have a little bit more weight or maybe it, it ties into like how you play, you know, connected franchise or, you know, any of those kinds of things. So, um, so yeah, I just really, really had a fun time with that. And I was, I was really pleasantly surprised by, you know, when I played that. So, so question for you. Mm-hmm. Let's say you're in the room with the guys who are running the franchise mode. What do you want to see out of franchise? What aren't you getting that you want to see? Or like, you know, I'm just curious because you know, I've chatted with this about a couple other folks. Like for me, I have no problem with franchise sort of staying the same right now. And I realize it's heresy to a lot of people. <laughs> but for the way that I play it, I'm good. You know, just the fact that it exists and I can pick it up every year and play online with my friends or play offline on my own. I'm good, but I realize that I'm the minority. There's a there's a there's a lot of people at play franchise that want to see more, want to see something different. So I'm curious, what are some of the things that you'd like to see them do, or or even thematically, where would you like them to take the franchise mode where it isn't yet? Yeah, so I mean, I think that's just going to be so subjective in a lot of ways, which is probably why it hasn't really changed a ton. Um, it's, it's maybe it's like the Moore's law of video games, you know, how it's like computers get smaller and then you reach kind of this threshold, maybe franchises get so, you know, the tweaks are so small that they just always seem, you know, to not have as much meaning. But I think part of the problem with the franchise mode right now is that the stakes are so low and they like the rewards seem kind of ridiculous. Like you get into it and you're like, okay, here's your big decisions. You're a coach. Are you going to you're going to win seven games, eight games, you go to the Super Bowl. And it's like that becomes meaningless after you start playing. Like it really just turns into this thing where it's like, ah, you know, it takes so long to play a franchise that you're not even thinking about that anymore. So a few different things that I'd like to do is have a little bit more, um, you know, meaning to the highlights, which they're getting better at. Like, you know, they have the commentary that's updated and things like that. But talking about things that you do, like if you make a big trade or if you, Um, you know, having it so that it has more meaning subjectively to you, like when you actually do different things inside a franchise, for example, if you have a big injury or something like that, I know that they like, you know, these big decisions that you've made and they kind of make improvements on that. But I think like you look at like, you know, the, the Eagles for the, for example, like losing Carson Wentz and their season's over. Are you serious? You're really going here. You're, no, I'm not saying that they need to make it so that that happens. I'm just giving an example of like. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, but, but I was in a good that, mood. But, I was in a good mood. And oh, no, no, yeah, no, I should have brought, brought. Okay, the Packers, fine. They lose Aaron Rodgers. Much better. better. There you go. <clears throat> well, so, you know, I mean, the thing that happens in like real life when something like that happens is the team, you know, the fans start to kind of turn on the team and it's like, oh, is Mike McCarthy our right coach? And do we need to fire Dom Capers because the defense is so bad? I mean, you know, my Seahawks have seen the same thing where it's like their offense has been a tire fire for, I mean, it really has been bad for the past couple of years. They've just had stretches where Russell Wilson goes off, but you know, they lose a bunch of players on defense and all of a sudden it's like, Oh, you know, the team's done, the window's closed. So how does that, you know, in game, like how does that reflect when things like that happen and how do you strategize for your draft picks and things? And, you know, maybe there's an assistant or something like that. that can kind of give you some ideas like, oh, I want to recruit this or I want to, um, or not recruit, I want to scout this type of player and like gives you a little bit more guidance maybe and a little bit more kind of reaction from the fans when things happen. Like, a little, I mean, I don't know. There's so many different things that could it could do. I feel like NCAA 14 even, when I play that, I, I have more of a feeling of like the decisions I make make a lot more meaning inside of that game. It feels like that just, they haven't quite gotten there with Madden yet. Very good. 
All right. Well, Ryan Lewis, that brings us to your official top favorite number one sports video game for 2017. Okay. So <laughs> this comes down to the fact that, like, I was excited about I had heard this game be announced, like, maybe a couple weeks before it came out. And I'm like, that is such a cool concept. I, that is like, if someone, if I could make a game or if someone said, hey, Ryan, what's the exact game that you want as like a fun kind of game that like, you know, maybe no one's even thought about doing. Um, and that would be the premise behind Golf Story, my number one sports game of yes. the year. Yes, yes. So good. I am completely in love with this game. I yeah. had not really known about it until... A couple different people mentioned it. Number one, Chris Johnson for the Player One Podcast. Number two, Kat Bailey. It was her sports game of the year on the show a couple of weeks ago. And so when that happened, I'm like, all right, I have to go get this game. And I have not stopped playing it since I got it. It is wonderful. I'm so happy you picked this game. It is great. Yeah. Oh, man. It's, it's so much fun. It's just, you know, it's such a fun idea. And it, golf, I think, is the perfect sport to do. You know, that's kind of... You know, they call it an RPG, which and it has RPG elements, but really it's just a silly story about, you know, this you build up this golfer and you kind of complete all these quests and things. And the actual golf mechanics behind it are fun. They're, you know, yes. easy to pick up. And, you know, but there's a little skill to it. Yes. To try to even, you know, just because of some of the obstacles and things. And it keeps really building, creative. too. It keeps building yeah. and building. Building and building, and you know, it's and what's interesting about these indie games is like I actually played through and I got to a point where I hit a game-breaking bug, and this is something that you wouldn't, this level of bug you would never hit in a AAA game because essentially I was just like there was nothing I could do with the game anymore. It was just like you know there was a save point and my player turned really small, and I'm like oh well that's no good. But you know I went on Twitter and kind of saw it, like other people had kind of ran into this bug. It wasn't everyone that did. Um, and then it got patched, you know, a couple weeks later and, and I went back into it. I'm like, oh yes. Like, and then, you know, went, went through it again, but it's just, you know, the music, the graphics, the writing, the, just the game mechanics, just like how it plays and like the little obstacles, like, and how each course kind of has its own character. Like there's, you know, one that's like the moles at the very beginning, they kind of take your ball and move it. And then the birds do that in a different place. And then you have one where it's like, there's ghosts and things. I mean, it's a sports game because it's golf, but it's also like has a story to it. And it, it just, it's just really well made and, and so much fun. And it's, you know, it's, it, it, maybe it's because it did something different and I was just really looking for that this year, but just the charm and everything, everything all together with this game, like definitely make it my number one game of the year. I love it. As I said, I've been playing it constantly for weeks. I am captivated by it. It also works beautifully on on the Switch just as you know, a device. I mean, it, it's the kind of game where you, it, it it's fun to play it on TV, but it's also fun to have, to play it on the go. Yeah. There's a lot to it, as you mentioned yeah. as well. There's a lot going on in here, but it's not complicated. My son loves it too, which is a lot of fun. At, at one point, he was playing it in the last couple of days, and he's like, we got to go play golf again soon. I'm like, yes, we do. <laughs> I love to hear yeah. that. Yes, we yeah. do. Yeah, no, and that's, I think that's, you know, that's kind of given more of a special experience too to have, you know, young kids. Like my, my, my oldest daughter, like, you know, she's seven and, and she, she, she's played it and stuff. I don't think she's quite as into it, but 
she definitely, you know, when, when we first kind of played it for a little while, she would sit and watch the story and kind of see what's going on. And, and so you can have that interaction with it. But it, the story is funny enough and fun enough to where it's like it's not necessarily, you know, made for sm- younger kids, but they can kind of join along with it, which is I don't know. I, I it, what, You know, what's interesting about this game this is the last thing I'm saying about it is like, I, like, I don't know. I would love to, like see who made this game i feel like the developer is kind of shrouded in mystery on some level and i could be wrong but when i first was like looking it up i couldn't you know sidebar games like had no i haven't haven't seen any other games that this developers made i I would love to hear kind of the development story and the pitch on how this game kind of came together because it's just there's not much like it you know i mean i guess you could say maybe stardew valley had some influence on it and maybe um, you know, some other, I'm trying to think of the golf game, like on play, PlayStation 2, that kind of has a similar mechanic, but it's just, you know, it's just, there's so much, so much fun charm to it that you would never see from like a bigger studio, which is, you know, also part of the reason why it's so, so much fun and so, has so much character. Love it. Ryan Lewis, thank you very much. Appreciate it. it. Uh, where can people find you on the internet, sir? Oh, man. Uh, well, I guess Twitter would probably be the only place that I really uh, you can check out my DeviantArt account. No, uh, my, <laughs> my Twitter is uh, at Ryan Malou. I tweet about the Seahawks and uh, stupid jokes. So tune in for that. Good stuff. All right. Thank you very much. Well done. Love the list. Uh, let's uh, let's get you back on the show a few more times in 2018. What do you say? Sounds good to me, man. Love it. All right. Thank you. All right. See ya. Well, okay, we have two great friends of the show up next, two of my favorite people. Up first, good friend, a longtime friend of the Press Road Podcast. He is currently the global manager of communication for all of EA Vancouver's titles and EA's mobile titles. Mr. Corey Andrus. Corey, welcome back to the show. How are you? Rich, Rich, I'm so, so good. Uh, very, very happy to be back. Um, I I really miss podcasting. <laughs> so it's uh, it's a pleasure to be back on the show. Uh, I miss you greatly, uh, being that uh, you at one point were my boss. Um, but it's it's really exciting to be back and talking to you tonight. So good, happy to be here. Awesome. Well, before we get into it, tell us a little bit about what you're doing over there. Because every time I talk to you, your role's <laughs> getting bigger and more fantastic. So what, what's going uh, on these days with you? Uh, you know, just trying to take over the world one step at a time. You know how it is. Um, it's no, it's I, you know, I look. I mean, I, I started at EA about a, about a year and a half ago now. Um, obviously, I'd, I'd worked with you previously on you know out of the park and and, and some other great projects. And uh, you know, I'm really thankful to be in the position I'm in. Um, no doubt. I think that you know when I started off here at EA, um, for me it was a, is to be a, basically a community manager for the uh, the mobile sports team. Um, and you know, that kind of transitioned into more of a management role. And, uh, now I've, I've, you know, incredibly humbled and blessed to, to be playing a bigger role now, um, with EA sports specifically, and, and now lead communications for, you know, all the, as you said, all the EA Vancouver titles. So, uh, UFC, NHL, uh, FIFA, obviously biggest brand in the world, which is, is a huge deal for me. Um, you know, Rich, I think we've had lots of conversations in the past about, uh, FIFA as a brand and about, you know, that taking up so much of our time and, oh, yeah. and, obviously a lot of our video game time is, you know, uh-huh. kind of growing up. And, and so to be working on that title for me is honestly, it's a dream come true um, to just, just be in this position. And, and honestly, like, um, you know, coming to EA um, was a, was obviously a dream come true for me, but knowing how I got here uh, coming from the community, coming from, you know, working with people such as yourself and uh, you know, other people that have, have been on this show in the past. And it, it's, 
uh, you know, I, I always try to remember like, you know, where I come from and where my roots be, roots begin. So, um, you know, I always, always give props to people like the czar and, and, you know, Scott O'Gallagher who, who obviously work at 2k now. And, and we started off, you know, doing podcasts, doing shows like this at a, you know, at an incredibly young age, talking about like video game basketball, um, you know, worked with pasta Padre as a writer in the past. Like there was so many, you know, I, I basically grew up in this community. So, um, for me to be in this position now where I can help other people and, and hopefully like help people enjoy our games more and help people come into the studios. Um, you know, people such as the person you're going to introduce here shortly, um, work with him as well. And I think that, you know, that I'm just really honored and humbled to be in that position. So, um, that's, that's kind of what I've been up to. It's, it's been a, a it, it seems like a pretty long journey here in the last year and a bit. Um, but I, again, I'm just super happy, um, and always, always humbled by, by where I'm at. So just excited to keep doing what I'm doing, man. Awesome. Well, hey, we're excited to have you and we're all here for the right reasons, right? We're trying to make good things happen in the yep. incredibly great world of sports video games. Another one of those people making good things happen, doing good work in that respect, is our good friend, Uber YouTuber himself, Mr. Daniel Basil. Daniel, how are you, sir? Doing very well, Rich. Uh, thanks for having me once again. Um, and as Corey mentioned, you know, I, I, I've listened to the Press Row podcast for m many years now. And I used to listen to Corey and Mark's podcast as well. And so to be on the show with you, Rich, and Corey, and be that at end of the year show, which those were always my favorite, um, is truly an honor. So uh, very happy to be here. Awesome. Well, these are always so much fun uh, because you, know, you, you cannot be wrong with your own personal list of your favorite games. Even though people regularly tell me that I am, it's physically impossible to be wrong. <laughs> So we're going to do this fantasy football, fantasy football uh, draft style, snake style. So we're going to start with you, Daniel. Daniel, what is number three on your list of sports video oh. games for 2017? Oh, wait. You okay. wanted an honorable mention, though, didn't you? I, I do have an honorable mention. I wasn't He's sure cheating if already, folks. He's uh, not right? going by the plan. Altering the rules. But I really want to give this game some credit. It's almost a 3A and 3B Um Pro Evolution Soccer 2018 is uh, just phenomenal. Uh, I spent a lot of time playing it. Uh, Master League is really, really good. And, um, you know, there's a lot of stuff to do in the game. Um, really enjoy the on-the-pitch action, Pez. I always do. I really have the last few years. I always do. Um, so I want to give some kudos to Konami for keep making this game and and making it just better every year and it just it's it's great so that's my honorable mention okay well then hold on a second before okay. we let you go to number three Corey, do you have an honorable mention i sure do um i'll throw one out there uh my honorable mention actually is um everybody's golf uh so this is a game that kind of you know it, it's been around for a while a lot of people know it as hot shots golf um that that comes from the sony studios um, and honestly, like it was one of those games that I wasn't really expecting a lot out of when it dropped this year, um, you know, just didn't expect to get, I mean, I, I knew I'd play it. I just didn't know to what extent I would play it. And, uh, you know, I ended up putting a lot of time into the title. Um, I, I mean, I don't think that there's an incredible amount of depth there. I think there's like, you know, not too many courses, but, um, being that we haven't had, uh, you know, a lot of golf products out there, obviously we had the golf club Two drop this year, which is great. Um, but you know, it's just something about everybody's golf that really hit me the right way. My kids can pick up and play it. Um, I spent a lot of time in there. It was really easy to kind of, the, the controls were really easily done. And yeah, I just, I really enjoyed it. I like the open world atmosphere of like the, you know, when you go in and have to have that hub, you can just kind of walk around. 
Um, you know, it was it, it felt a little bit grindy at times, but I think that like it was a game that I sunk a lot of hours into. Um, and so I, I don't know if it would be well placed to put in my top three, but it was definitely a game I, I sunk a lot of hours into this year. So I'll throw that out as an honorable mention. Excellent. Very good. All right. So now let's actually get to the real number three. Daniel, what is number three on your list? So number three is NBA Life 18. Um, I really, really enjoyed this game a lot. Um, this is probably the most fun I've had playing with my friends um, since maybe playing pro clubs and FIFA. Was it FIFA 15? Maybe I had a lot of fun playing that. Uh, but as far as uh, doing the life runs, uh, five on five action with your friends, um, I really enjoyed NBA Life 18. It's uh, not a day. And then, you know, they have a lot of cool like they just constantly update content. They have a lot of cool like uh, gear that you can unlock. And even those those things you play versus the CPU um, in these um live strikes and and and, and takedown events you play it versus the cpu but play play you play it with your friends which makes it really cool and it just there there isn't a day that goes by where i don't log into nba life 18 so i really i have to put it in my top three just because of the amount of hours i've put into the this game and uh i i've now created three different players and pretty much maxed them out um I just have a ton of fun playing NBA Life 18, and I'm really only playing one mode. Uh, I've, I've dabbled a little bit in Ultimate Team, and, and that's phenomenal as well. Um, but NBA Life 18 has really taken me by surprise this year. I've really um, found myself playing it more than I, I thought I might, but it's, it's a positive surprise. So I'm super happy to put NBA Life 18 in my top three. Fantastic. All right. Well, Corey, what's number three on your list? That's a really good shout out uh, by Daniel. I think NBA Live is, you know, a, a product that this year has come a long way. Um, obviously, you know, being that I work at EA, I'm, I'm, I'm really going to try my hardest to kind of keep a lot of our titles out of the top three. Not necessarily because I, you know, do not enjoy our sports games, just because more so that I, you know, I want to give some props to other games that I play and other companies that obviously I'm, I'm in tune with and, um, while I think NBA Live made incredible strides this year, and, I, and I'm really happy that I think it's it's really gotten a, a good market share now, and there, there's people enjoying that product. Um, I'm going to give my third spot to uh, NBA 2K18. Um, so uh, you know, obviously, like you know, I'm, I'm a little bit biased in the sense that I, I do have friends that work on the title, but um, you know, I think that the game is is fantastic. Um, obviously, like they're uh, you know, I think an inspiration to everybody in sports gaming. I, I think that goes without saying that, like you know, obviously. Um, you know, even though they're a competitor with with our product, I think that they put out a great game every single year. Um, that you know, it, it it continues to surprise me how deep that game is. That the the modes themselves are 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 just fantastic. Um, so it's it's a game that I obviously sink a lot of time into. Um, that you know, they they obviously have the you know the the new playground stuff this year, which is pretty interesting and a, a neat take on things. Um, just overall, I, I find myself, you know, every single year, no matter what they do to that game, I, I keep coming back and playing it more and more. So um, I, you know, I give props to them, to, you know, considering the fact that they've been a, uh, you know, an outstanding product for so many years. And they, they continue to, to, to try to innovate and, and take risks with their story modes and with their career modes. Um, you know, again, like shout out to, you know, a friend I have working there, Leftos, who works so hard in their career modes. Um, you know, those guys do a great job. So, I, you know, I got to give them props. And just like NBA Live, and and I think NBA 2K is, is just as good this year. And I think that, honestly, we're just in a really good spot with basketball games now. Um, you know, NBA Playgrounds dropped this year as well. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw some YouTubers getting some love in that game, which which really makes me excited. Um, I just think basketball video games right now are in a place that they haven't been in for a, a really long time, and and that's fantastic as a basketball fan. So um, I think it's 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 cool to point out both of those. You know, it, it, it's funny, and and I talked about this on the show a couple of weeks ago, but I continue to play the NBA Two K uh, eighteen My GM where mm-hmm. not only are you being the GM and playing the games if you want to, and I found a great rhythm where I'm playing every game and I'm playing it with 12-minute quarters and I'm simulating till about seven or, well, anywhere between 10 and eight minutes left in the third period, mm-hmm. and then I play the rest of the game from there. So I get the same sort of length of time experience, but the game is much more in tune with with what it would be for real uh, in that sometimes you're going to be ahead sometimes you're going to be behind and sometimes you're going to be close and then i'm able to sort of play it all out with with the regular numbers and stats and minutes and rotations which is which is fantastic but there's also this whole little story that doesn't completely get in the way but there's enough of this weird story with this ridiculous owner and and various sort of things that he wants you to do related to basketball and a little bit not related to basketball and it just adds enough like spice or flavor that is so entertaining, and I don't hear anybody really talking about that. And that's because it's, I think, that very one specific mode. But anyway, I'm just I'm right there with you, Corey. NBA 2K is is fantastic for a lot of different reasons. Yep. All right, well, let's stay with you for number two, Corey. Before we wind our way back to Daniel, what's number two on your list? So this year, actually, it, you know, kind of surprised me. I think it's it's been a favorite for many over the course of the past uh, four or five years. Um, it's a game that's kind of stayed out of my top three for the past few years just because I didn't find myself playing it as, as much as most. Um, but my number two this year is MLB The Show 17. Um, uh, fantastic product. Uh, I think that you know, through and through, there's just so many, again, so many different modes in that game that I just enjoy to play. Um, you know, I think when I look at, you know, Road to the Show is something that, you know, how they've really sped it up in the past few years and made games really easy to go through. Uh, was something that really helped me as as a person that doesn't have as much time to game anymore as as I did in the past. Uh, being able to get so, through so many games in such a quick amount of time just really benefits my play style. Um, and being that it's it's backed by such fantastic graphics, fantastic gameplay, um, they just continue to to kind of push the bar forward. And I, you know, every year I say to myself, you know, with with a, a, a you know a game like baseball, which has been created so beautifully here by San Diego Studios, you think. How much further can they go with it? Um, how much you know further can they push that standard? And they just keep doing it every single year. Um, and you know, I've I've been kind of hesitant to put it in my top three because of I, I guess the lack of time I put into the game in the past years. But um, you know, being that like that, you know, obviously now working for a you know a, a video game company that makes sports games, uh, I've tried to put a lot more time into you know kind of competitor products and seeing what's out there. And and it's a game that just it, it really amazes me. Um, and I think that it, you know it, it's well deserved to be in the top three for everybody. Um, I know it's going to reach number one, a lot of people's lists. I know, you know, even, you know, a lot of guys that, that come onto the show love this title. And, and I'm this year, I really saw where they're coming from. Um, just really impressed by that title. So definitely number two for me. Excellent. All right, Daniel, what is number two on your list? Yes. Number two is going to be Madden 18. Um, that's another game that I really spend a ton of time on. And, uh, to me, Madden 18 is one of the most well-rounded games, I think, in the sports game genre. It has a little bit of – it has something for everyone, in my opinion. It, 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 to me, it has the best the best online franchise mode in the sports gaming genre. Um, Ultimate Team is very solid. Um, I enjoy playing Ultimate Team quite a bit. I spent a lot of time playing Ultimate Team this year. And then, and then they added a whole other layer with Mud Squads 
which again, much like NBA Life 18, uh, I had a ton of fun playing Mud Squads with uh, my friends. I mean, there were so many great plays made and missed uh, that either get you super hyped or extremely just raging, but in a, in a fun way that I just had so many memorable moments playing Madden 18 and still do. I, I still play it uh, quite a bit every, you know, every week I play quite a bit with my buddies and Madden 18 just, there's no other game that makes me as excited when I make a good play and as angry when I make, when I miss a tackle or when I make a bad play as, as Madden 18. So um, really, really loved Madden this year. Um I, I'm I'm a pretty big Madden player, anyways. Every year, but uh, but just the the added layer of mud squads this year to be able to play with my friends with um, their created uh, mud mud teams and and using mine and and everybody having their own role and then I just I just really love that. So for me, Madden 18 is in the in the number two spot this year for me personally. Very good. All right. Well, let's stay with you for your number one, your favorite sports video game in 2017, Daniel. Okay, my number one game has to be MLB The Show, uh, once again. Uh, to me, it's still, it's the game that represents its real-life counterpart the best, in my opinion, on, on a console. Um, now, part of it is probably the nature of the sport itself, uh, but another big part is Sony San Diego just knocking it out of the park every single year with all the like small intricacies um that baseball has and and they just they just get it right and then you know not just the present the presentation's phenomenal i think only nba 2k um rivals the presentation um the this the small just the small details and and just the um the authenticity i i really feel like i'm playing baseball when i play mlb the show um, when it comes to pitching, when it comes to hitting, it just it just feels so authentic, and I, I don't I don't know how to put it any better than that. I hope that makes sense. Um, I really, really, really enjoy MLB The Show. Diamond Dynasty is phenomenal. I think that's probably my favorite um, card collecting game mode out in the sports genre. Um, I really like all the different things you can do and how they keep it fresh, how they keep it updated um, throughout the year and even into the off season. Um, they really do a great job at that. And uh, yeah, that's that's got to be my number one this year. Very good. All right, mm -hmm. well, Corey, we will return to you uh, for your yeah. favorite sports video game of 2017. So I'm totally going to cheat here, Rich. Um, and I, you know, that's kind of the purpose for me coming to the show. I love to cheat and do things the wrong way. Um, so for me, I'm actually, I'm actually picking the entire racing genre for 2017. Okay. Um, so to, to break this down a little bit, I, you know, I really struggled in figuring out my top three in terms of, again, not trying to sound like too much of a homer and putting a bunch of EA games in here. And um, also trying to be honest with myself and how much time I put into these titles uh, through 2017. And honestly, I played more racing games for more hours this year than I have in probably the last decade. And well, this is that's a good say, year to do that, man. There was a that lot is, of good ones. Yes. And and so, like, honestly, when I look across the spectrum of how many fantastic racing games there are this year, I mean, you, you, I mean, going down the list, like, you have Dirt 4, um, you have F1 2017, which is fantastic. You have four, Forza 7, Gran Turismo Sport came out this year. NASCAR Heat 2 was well improved. You had Need for Speed Payback, Project Cars 2, Red Out came out, out this year, which was also an amazing game. Uh, from any Indie Studio, WRC Seven was great. 
Um, Wipeout was great, the, the, the remastered version of that. Um, there's just so many titles in here. I know I'm missing some. I think that the Baja Edge of Control came out that some people are really yep, liking this year. Absolutely. Um, so th- just looking across the, the spectrum of racing games that we have this year, it's just phenomenal to see. Um, and I mean, there's great things about every one of them. And that's one thing to point out, too, that I think it was so difficult to kind of make this selection for me is that each game really offers something completely different. Um, you know, I, I you know when I look at a game like Gran Turismo Sport, looks absolutely phenomenal on my 4K TV. HDR implementation is fantastic. The uh, you know the obviously the photo mode there is probably better than has been done in any other game previous to it. Um, and, and and again, like it has an online mode that is just vastly different than anything else out there. Um, I know that the offline modes were a little bit lacking in that game, which I I think they've since updated with an, an offline career mode. Um, but just again, that game offered an, an online mode that I've, I've never seen before. Um, the dirt franchise is uh, another one where, again, I think it offered modes for everybody. It was, you could, you could stay very simulation like, and, and have some really intense races that were very much like dirt rally, um, its predecessor. And there was also a, a mode that made it a little bit easier for people. Um, then again, like you go to a game like Forza seven, um, and if you own an Xbox one X, that game looks absolutely phenomenal. Oh. Um, it, it's just okay. It's just on a you know a massive TV screen. The 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 lighting, the the rain, everything about it. The, it's just it's yes, the one puddles. Of the most yes, the puddles it's one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. <laughs> um, and yeah, so and again, like even other titles like Project Cars Two um, had you know very amazing dynamic weather that just was awesome to see. Um, and yeah, and like there was that indie hit, well, an indie hit to me, which was uh, Red Out, which was uh, a really fantastic title as well. It's it runs in 4K on both the PS4 Pro and the Xbox One X. Um, and it's, it, it very much reminds me of like an F-Zero, um, which is really, really fun and something that's up my alley. So I, I just look across all these games and I, I'm just amazed. Uh, and I haven't even called out F1 2017 too much and, and the amazing career mode it had, um, which is kind of a you know a, a newer iteration on what they had last year. But again, the game runs in 4K, uh, looks absolutely beautiful on, on the new systems. And it's a game that I've put a lot of hours into. Um, and I think that, again, like when you look across what we have there, you know, I talked earlier about having a really good basketball market right now, which I think is totally true. I think the racing market we have right now is even better. Um, and, I'm, and I'm really happy that I think all these games have found kind of a specific, you know, little niche where they, they excel uh, over others. And they're, they're not all trying to do the same thing, which is great. Um, and it's, it's great for us racing fans and it gives us a, a bunch of games to play and enjoy. And you know, I have quite a few of them and I, I've, I've played quite a few this year and, and put a lot of hours into them. So um, props to everybody out there making the racing games this year. You guys knocked it out of the park from Sony to Microsoft and turn 10 um, and everybody else. Just uh, keep doing what you're doing. And uh, like I said, it's really hard to pick one of them. And I know it's a bit of a, a cop out, but um, I, I just can't say how happy I am with the racing this year. It's amazing. The judges, <clears throat> the judges will allow that selection. Uh, so you are okay. All right, Corey. Where, right. where can people see you, follow you, you know, find out what's happening uh, with uh, what you do out there on the internet? Yeah, um, well, mostly on Twitter um, at ea corey sa c o r e y s a um, is where you'll find me mostly ranting about uh, Manchester United sucking uh, through this holiday break. Um, and obviously, you know, you can find me on all the EA channels uh, across FIFA, UFC, NHL. Um, and yeah, I mean, uh, just, uh, it's going to be a big year for us, obviously, like, you know, there's been 
Um, lots of exciting things this year and next year is going to be even bigger. Like looking forward to, you know, seeing a lot of my influencers again at big events like EA play and, and all the other stuff we have coming up. And then obviously, you know, UFC launching in, in just over a month here, which, uh, looking uh, like really forward to. And I think that people are going to be really happy with that when it comes out. So lots to look forward to this year. Fantastic. Daniel Basil, Uber YouTuber, where can people find you on the internet, sir? Yeah, um, so on Twitter, at Daniel Basil, pretty easy. And then Uber YouTuber on YouTube, pretty simple. Um, I got new channel art, which I'm pretty excited about for the new year. So I'm going to do this whole revamped, rebranding, all kinds of new stuff, content coming this year. I'm actually working on an NBA Live 18 montage video with my created character named Stash Curry, who sports a pretty sweet mustache. So what you're saying is you're a borderline Golden State Warrior fan. That's what you're telling me right well, now, right? I, eh, really? Yeah, fair enough. Fair okay. enough. Okay. I, I may or may not have taken some of Steph Curry's traits. <laughs> there we go. You heard it. Closet Warriors fan right here. <laughs> Confirmed. Oh, boy. All right. Well, thank you guys both very much for coming on. Happy New Year. Happy Holidays. And we will talk to you again in 2018. What do you say to that? Awesome. Sounds great, Rich. Appreciate you having us out. Sounds great. Can't wait. Well, all right. We are here with good friend of the show, Matt Cato from Game Informer. Matt, welcome back. How are you? Good. Thanks for having me back. My pleasure. I'm always so interested to get everybody's different perspectives on their favorite games of the year. We've heard from some folks already today. And Matt, you have been in this business for a long time. I know a bunch of people know who you are. You're a game informer. You know you write for for that magazine. You do the sports desk as well. But maybe you could just we could take a step back and for just a moment talk to us a little bit about your history with sports games. You've been covering them and playing them for a long time. But sort of, what, what's your overall background when it comes to sports video games? Well, you know, I'm sure like uh, many of some of the older gamers out and listeners out there, um, for me it was sort of a split. It was. Do I get the SNES because it's the Nintendo product and I love the NES? Or do I get the Genesis because I hear that there's this Madden game that, you know, really should only be played on the Genesis? So I went the Genesis route. Um, I, one of my favorite uh, gaming memories in general was pulling out the old Madden. I think it was, jeez, uh, was it 94? Uh, I think it was before then where it had the full poster where it had all the stats listed on for all oh, the players. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I loved pouring over that thing. So. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, fast forward a bit and, you know, with Game Informer in particular, you know, one of the guys at Game Informer, he was the man guy and he was moving on. So, um, you know, the call out for them, for the other editors was, you know, hey, you know, we need to find somebody who, you know, loves Madden, loves sports games. So that's kind of how I started, uh, you know, in the industry. You know, it's so funny. Same kind of thing happened to me. I was uh, I was doing some work for Games Radar and uh, I did a couple of sports game reviews. And I just became their sports game guy for 10 years. It's interesting how that happens. Well, OK, let's look at 2017. We are counting down everybody's top three sports video games of 2017. So, Matt, give me your number three. My number three um Let's think. My number three would be uh, Madden. Um, I know this year is is the focus. Some of the feature focus can be a little granular from like the, the total passing um, and a little casual to the, the story mode. Um, but I still think that sort of one of the things that they I like and they hit upon is I think they keep evolving little things about the gameplay. 
I, I find a little bit more joy in the running. Um, I think I'm having, you know, to constantly be a little smarter from year to year in, in, you know, who I throw to and identifying what defenses are doing and, and how to, you know, wait them out and how to, you know, read what's going on. So, you know, yes, it's a, you know, we always talk about features when we talk about what's new in a new, uh, sports game, but I think, you know, playing it while it's not perfect, certainly, I know that people have plenty of gripes, but I think, you know, I still find it's a game that I just have fun playing from down to down to down. Sure. Yeah. I'm, um, I've had a hard time with Madden this year. What's funny is, and I'm actually going to be chatting with a, a couple of the developers about this, but I've, I've been, I've played every Madden ever, I think, if not every Madden ever, almost every Madden ever. Uh, but even, you know, just like looking at this generation since the PS4, Xbox One, I'm pretty much the same exact Madden player that I was. I kind of do the same kinds of things. And by that, I don't mean call the same plays, but, you know, I, I I know how to play the game. I, I, I play it regularly. And I, but even though I'm the same player, I've gotten a lot worse at it. Like, <laughs> you know, if, if I go pick up Madden 13 or 14, actually, that's probably too long ago. But Madden, let's see, what was this, 18, 17? I pick up Madden 14 or 15 when in my online league I made like the championship, uh, you know, the NFC championship or the Super Bowl a few times. I would be good, and I play Madden 18, and I'm terrible because the game has just gotten better, better in the sense that it's it's much more realistic. Uh, but for for me, that is translated into man, I just <laughs> I don't have any success anymore. Whereas I used to be pretty good at Madden. Now I'm just flat out terrible. Yeah, and certainly when I say some of that, you know, uh, that's a little bit more successful against the computer than against online. But that you know, online is is another one of those you know challenges that I think I still have to. You know, definitely, um, you know, keep working on and whatnot. And I don't call myself a good online player by any means, but it is fun to kind of gauge how this, the, the skill sets are definitely different. For sure. All right. Well, what's number two on your list for 2017? Number two for me would be the Golf Club 2. Nice. Uh, nice. I really, uh, I really like the addition of, of, of the societies. And, you know, certainly why I would love, you know, more customization. It's obviously year one for that particular feature. Um, <clears throat> that was something nice to have. Just, you know, they obviously needed a little bit of a carrot uh, in that in that department. But, you know, mainly, uh, you know, like I was saying about Madden, a lot of it is just I, I do like the feel of um, just just stroking the ball, you know, whether it be drives or putts or, you know, just chips or whatnot. Um, it's, a, it's interesting because a lot of games, sports games, I play two, three matches or games. I start to burn out by that third match, start making bad decisions and whatnot. But I like when I was playing the golf club, how it just, I just kind of kept getting in the zone. And as long as I kind of had some concentration and whatnot, my feel for just the gameplay and what, and, and just, uh, you know, swinging the clubs just seemed to get better. And it definitely, um, uh, it, it's just a, it's just a fun game to play. And obviously there's the course creator and whatnot as well, which is always real nice. Yeah, while while the Golf Club 2 didn't make my top three list, I'm a big fan of the franchise. I'm a big fan of the studio. I'm a, I really enjoy the game for all of the reasons that you just said. I just need to get back to playing it a little bit more. But this was actually a really good year for golf games. Not the, not only the Golf Club 2, but I don't know if you played Golf Story. I've been playing that a little bit lately. That's a whole lot of fun. There, there's uh, And then, of course, you had Everybody's Golf. So somehow, even without the, the <laughs> traditional EA golf game coming out, this has been a great year for golf uh, in 2017. 
Yeah, well, you know, there's a void like that. It's nice to see other people, you know, jump in and, and offer some good products. Absolutely. All right, well, then it comes down to number one. Matt Cotto, what was your favorite sports video game in 2017? Uh, for me, it was Pro Evolution Soccer. Yeah. Yes. Uh, also, my number one. Love it. Yeah, I think last time we talked, we touched on on Pez a bit, and the sense that I was just amazed how they altered the gameplay to to slow it down, add more physicality, and yet it still, you know, performed uh, and felt a lot like I expected it to, which was which was kind of nice to have the new and the familiar sort of in the in in, in the same time. Um, you know, my club is is to me one of those things that I. I get into, and it probably isn't the most feature-rich of the sort of fantasy, you know, modes out there. But um, I kind of like the the random selection, kind of mixed with the agents and special agents to kind of whittle down. So you, there's still some randomness to it, but you also kind of know what kind of player you're going to get, which is nice. Um, and so for me, I think I would love for them next year to to really tackle uh, the master league. Um, GM sort of franchise mode. I'd I love them to, to keep going with that because I think that needs an overhaul. But uh, the gameplay and whatnot is, is definitely going in the right direction. It's just, it's just I, I just love playing uh, uh, the game. You nailed it. I love playing the game. It's now late December. I have been playing this game since it came out, and it's pretty much my go-to, right? You know, if I got 20, 30 minutes in, you know, in, in, in an evening before I'm going to go to bed and I just want to play something, it's so hard for me to not go play Pro Evo because it's just, it feels so good. You know, when, when you play it, you really understand the controls. You start to, you know, the, the controls are terrific. It, the players move so beautifully. You, you, you understand as you put your team together how you're going to be successful. It's just, I can't think of a better playing sports video game. And so funny because you're, you're all about my club. I'm all about the Master League. Yes, I know the Master League, relatively speaking, is very similar to what it's been for the last couple, two or three years, but I totally get it. I understand scouting. I understand how to properly set up my you know, two or three different rosters because you know, you're not going to roll the same 11 out there if you got a week where you got a, a, a Premier League match followed by a Europa League match and then an FA Cup qualifier, right? I understand that. I understand the the nuances of, of the budgets now, both the transfer budgets and the salary budgets. I understand the youth club and when to sign players and when to put them out on loan. Like all of those things work so beautifully. And then when you take that and you combine what works on the field, it's just, to me, it's the best sports game out there. And, and hearing you say that it's your number one just fills, fills me with happiness. I love it. <laughs> love it. One of the things I'd like to add real quick that um, I really like, and it influences you know, gameplay and, and even a little bit into Master League as well as the advanced instructions. So, you know, being able to sort of, you know, if I'm down or if I'm not getting a lot of success to maybe change up my tactics a little bit to, you know, maybe suit it towards a particular player or a particular side of the field or whatnot. And, and also then how that goes into which players I sign in the transfer window or who I keep. Um, you know, it sort of, it sort of touches on everything, but it's not so specific that, okay, it's just about if, you know, if I do this, I'm going to win all the time or whatnot, but it's always kind of playing with different tactics, which is a nice little layer. Absolutely. Well, Matt Cotto from Game Informer Sports Desk, thank you very much. Anything uh, else that we want to, that you want to uh, mention to, you know, how people can follow you or see what you're doing before we let you go? 
Um, no, I think you covered it, but you know, thanks very much again for having me on. You got it. Thank you. Happy holidays and have a great 2018. You too. Well, all right. Continuing one of my favorite things to do, which is, as you all know already, talking to friends of the show uh, from years past about their favorite sports video games of 2017. We've got two of my favorite people on up first, and they're both uh, with Franchise Hockey Manager. Up first, the community manager for Franchise Hockey Manager, Mr. Adam Burnett. Adam, how are you? Welcome back. Thanks for having me on again, Rich. Excited to be back. And we've got the producer of Franchise Hockey Manager, Mr. Jeff Riddles. Jeff, how are you, sir? I'm doing well. Uh, happy to be here. Awesome. Well, this is going to be fun. We're going to do this uh, fantasy football snake draft style. How does that sound? Sounds good. So I guess before we get to your top three games of 2017, Adam, do you have any honorable mentions or anything that you want to at least give a shout out to in the sports game world that's not on your top three? Um, you know, there was a lot of good games this year. I, I had a really tough time trying to think of just my top, top three. So you know what? I, I don't think because mine might be different. So I'm, I'm going to just leave it as a surprise. All right. Sounds good. Jeff, any honorable mentions you might want to uh, give a shout out to at all? Uh, before uh, I'm just I'm going to just cover my bases by throwing out of the park baseball in there just so I, I mentioned it at some point. <laughs> I don't want to mark us that happy. So <laughs> that gets an honorable mention. Very good. All right. Well, let's start with you, Adam. We'll do uh, we'll, we'll start with you. And then, as I said, we'll go fantasy football draft snake style. Adam, what is number three on your list for your favorite sports games for 2017? My number three choice after quite a bit of thought was going to be everybody's golf for ah, PlayStation. 4. Very interesting. You know, it's been a great year for golf games. Everybody's golf, golf story and uh, and uh, the golf club, too. Um, yes. So I'm interested to hear a why everybody's golf, and perhaps even b why that golf game over over the others. Well, I, I didn't say it's over the others yet. Ah, okay, got two good. More picks. Okay. Very good. But uh, everybody's golf. Uh, I mean, for those not familiar, I mean, obviously most people should be. Is the news Hot Shots game obviously changed back to what the Japanese name is? But it's it's exactly what I wanted in in an arcade golf game it's fun it's easy to pick up it's quick to jump on for 10 minutes play around put it down don't have to think about it too much i the mechanics really haven't changed a huge amount from the first game of the series to now i everything i like about it is still there and it's still fun to play nice you know i have not played that i have played the other two golf games and enjoyed them both immensely but have not done everybody's golf sounds like I should. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Good to know. Uh, and that is PS4 exclusive, right? It is. Yes. Okay. Very good. All right, Jeff, what is number three on your list of your favorite sports games from 20, 2017? Uh, number three for me was Motorsport Manager. Uh, They're a management game, uh, yeah. play sport games, British developer and published Vega. So obviously better known uh, for uh, football manager as far as management games go. Um, it's, there have been, uh, um, you know, racing car racing, uh, management games before it's been a little while, I think, since we've seen a good one, uh, this kind of hits the right notes. It originally started out, it was, uh, iOS and, uh, well, Android mobile game. 
And they've been, I think that's been out for, was out for a couple of years before they published a uh, PC and Mac version of it. And I think they've got a Linux version as well. Uh, they did that, it was actually very late in 2016. So I'm, I'm caught 2017 game, even though it was released uh, in late 2016. Uh, normally you wouldn't expect a lot of depth or uh, particularly impressive graphics from uh, a game that was an iOS port, but... If, uh, actually, I, I almost have a little trouble understanding how well, how playable it would be. I didn't have, I didn't play it on the phone or uh, on a tablet, but uh, somehow it's uh, it's a full. It really is a full fledged uh, PC game. Um, graphics are, I mean, it's not nothing earth shattering, but they're nice to look at. Uh, it's sort of a nice strategic challenge. It's not super intensive, not a lot of micromanagement, but you can. Uh, you know, you've got you've got decisions that you can see the effect of decisions you're making. Uh, it's it can be frustrating at times if you you know sit in a race and you're doing reasonably well and then somehow blow something with a pit stop or uh, you know engine trouble or something at the last minute, and you wind up uh, dropping several places back in the stand in the uh, at the finish because of that. But overall, it's a nice experience. A little bit of a misstep. Uh, the first DLC they released for it was actually uh, for endurance racing, which I don't think really added a whole lot to the experience other than drawing out the races a lot more. So I'm not sure if that was necessarily the best choice for them, but I think they've, they could go in a lot of interesting directions with it. Uh, maybe if they get a license uh, for Formula One or even you know, American Indy car racing or you know, even NASCAR, I'm not sure how well it would uh, adapt to you know, going around in a circle uh, over and over again, or an oval rather. But... Uh, no, it's a, it's a very, it's a really nice balance of uh, management, and uh, without being without overwhelming the user. So pretty solid effort, and uh, be interesting to see where uh, Sega and PlaySport go with this in the future. So you know, I, I'm so glad you mentioned this because this is a game that uh, I've heard several people talk about, and I actually got the iOS game Motorsport Manager, and I played it some, and I don't know enough about what i'm doing to know if i'm doing it right and i don't know if i'm supposed to be successful yet or if i'm building towards success like i have the feeling that people that truly understand motorsports f1 in particular um you know because just get what's happening a lot better than me and and i'm it's a very impressive package like very impressive I'm just a little sort of at a loss for for what exactly, for whether I'm doing anything right. I guess for lack. Yeah, of I think I think I'm pretty much in the same boat. But I, as you, uh, particularly if you're starting out at the bottom level in it, uh, that's which is what I did, and you do see a little progress after the first uh, year or two, and you, and then it becomes a lot more noticeable, and then you start and it gets more interesting from that point. So it takes a little while to get into, but uh, once you get there, it's a lot of fun. Good. All right. Uh, well, let's stick with you, Jeff, for your number two, your second favorite sports video game in 2017. Uh, my second favorite would be one I just uh, actually picked up about a week ago. So <laughs> obviously it uh, made a pretty big impression on me in that time. Uh, Fire Pro Wrestling World. Oh, boy. That's uh, Spike Spike Chunsoft. Uh Yeah, this is actually, this is, I mean, we working for out of the park developments which has been around for uh, i think coming up close to 20 years now one of the this is one of the few franchises that's actually older than us uh, this back to 1989 i think the first version of this game was uh i can't remember 
The oh the yeah the TurboGrafx sixteen. <laughs> that is uh, so coming We're up back years, <laughs> Yeah, way back, way way back. It's actually reminiscent in a lot of ways of uh, there's an arcade game called Matt Mania. I played way too much of in the eighties. <laughs> Probably like eighty five, eighty six. This is sort of it's it's not directly related to that, but sort of the spiritual spiritual successor of that, and it's where that game would have gone if it had gotten uh, much more elaborate, uh, added a lot more to the wrestlers' uh, move sets, and upgraded the graphics and sound and so on and so on through the years. It's not it's not really like the W you know the two K's uh, WWE games, which are beautiful to watch and nicely animated and all of that. It's, it's much more arcadey, but it's a really fun experience. It is incredibly moddable. Uh, I, I just looked uh, a minute ago, there were been something like 800 new mods uploaded to their steam workshop in the last week alone. Um, they actually they released it in the summer. I think it was back in July as an early access game and then just went into full release, uh, middle of December. And from the sounds of it, it's been doing really well. Uh, they've been they put it on a deep discount during the spring, the Steam uh, winter sale. I think it's I got it for thirteen something Canadian, so I think it's must be ten bucks US. Very very uh, cheap game, you know, easy to. Then no reason not to. Uh, and I think they just announced. I heard they've got a license with New Japan Professional Wrestling, so that'll presumably be coming in uh, as DLC fairly soon. And uh, you know we'll see. Maybe they maybe they'll add uh, U.S. companies after that. Right now it's just you just get fictional wrestlers with the game. But I mean I've already downloaded uh, 300 and something uh, real wrestlers that people have modded into the game. They've got really nice mod tools. Uh, you can create pretty much anybody you can think of. And it's it's actually not just pro not just pro wrestling either. It's they give you an, an option where you can fight MMA MMA style in the octagon, and uh, people you can want to mod guys in you can add pretty much anyone you wanted so if you ever wanted to see how uh elvis would do against bruce lee in a uh, steel cage match you, you can go. do it in this game just a ridiculous ah. amount of fun. wow okay all right uh oh, there we go okay sorry i lost my audio there for, audio there for a second i'll edit that out Okay, well, excellent. Well, that is definitely one I have not heard yet. That's awesome. Uh, so well, now we will go back to you, uh, Adam. What is number two on your list of sports video games for 2017? Number two on my list came down to a game that drove me absolutely insane, a game that I loved and hated all at the same time for various reasons, and that is the Golf Club 2. Okay. All right, so I'm a big fan of this. I'm interested to hear uh, your. I'm just interested to hear what you say about it. Well, again, uh, golf games are something I've always liked. It's something I've always enjoyed. For going back to playing DOS PC games, it was one some of the first games I ever had have been golf games, and so that idea of the arcade sim has always been fun which is again which is why everybody everybody's golf was my number 3 pick to have number 2 be the golf club 2 it just did everything right it took what was great about the golf club 1 and just made it better for the most part it made chipping and putting more aggravating than ever and when we got playing in some of uh, for instance pasta padre tournaments where he made us shoot 75 over par drove me absolutely crazy when you're missing a two-foot putt 75 <laughs> over par 
and then you'd come back and shoot minus 40 on another tournament and still only be in 20th spot. So the fact that that could happen in back-to-back weeks was amazing. Being able to play against, well, your ghost or Pasta's ghost or Pete Dodd's ghost and beat them or see how they come at playing uh, any given hole is always interesting as well. totally. But having those friendly converse, uh, conversations, tournaments, bragging at Twitter when you make a stupid, ridiculous shot or when things go horribly wrong, having people yell and scream, being, how is it possible you put up that good of a score on this ridiculous golf uh, club course? Because, I mean, there was one that I remember vividly and the holes, you started like 200 feet below the hole. And if you didn't land your first shot up, you were immediately shooting about a seven on the hole and there was nothing you could do. And so infuriated me but i kept coming back to it time and time again had a bit of a break for it when you know we got hit with the onslaught of sports in september and october but i'm coming back to it and i will still be coming back to it for throughout the next year because that's how much fun i'm having with it and you're playing that on ps4 as well i am right now yes look the thing to me about the golf club and again i'm a big fan of both the original and the new one and i've bought them both i haven't played golf club two in a while um the thing about the golf club is it you need to play and and it sounds silly but you you got to play you got to put in some time and i don't mean that in in a bad way i don't even mean in a grind because you're not really grinding for stats or anything like that it's simply like real golf you have to learn how to play it you got to get the rep reps in you have to understand critically what putting really is and how to gauge distance and direction which is huge it it, you you to to have any sort of level of success in the golf club to me is about consistently playing the game which absolutely i don't say is a bad thing but it's definitely a thing that to me if you know that's saying something It, it definitely puts some demands on you well, that's, again, too, why I like having everybody's golf and the golf club, because you have those slightly different molds of golf games. Makes sense. All right. Well, then let's get to it. Adam Burnett, your favorite sports video game of 2017 is? Madden NFL. Okay. I'm, and I'm both surprised and not surprised if that makes any sense. <laughs> well, we've... Uh, I've been in an online league for a number of years. It's continued. It's been fun. I loved Longshot this year. It was a great idea to try and do something different. It's a fun, nice mode that, you know, you play through a nice, basically interactive movie. I haven't gone back yet. I really want to go back and and try it again, see how things go. But all the little additions this year, just the little fine-tuning of things has really made that big difference to me of what makes this year's Madden better than even last year's Madden and I'm just enjoying it I'm back playing mutt constantly I mean I've ripped over 1200 packs now again 1200 free packs but that gives you an idea of how much Madden I've played since it's released a lot of packs how do you get 1200 free packs that's just by playing the game and you get those rewards yeah, pretty much. Okay. I don't play a lot of online. It's just the challenges. To me, like, that that's what MUD is to me. Like, if you remember back 10 years ago, they used to have, like, the week-by-week challenges of teams coming back or setting new records. That's what I played Matt, or the MUD, MUD for. But, I mean, it's just 
the the fundamental core of football is fun. It's fun to hit a guy on a twenty yard slant. It's fun to beat uh op- or beat two tackles, slip through them. It's fun to cause a fumble and make your friend go, "Oh man, why did I do that?" Because you just knew the play was coming. There's just so much to enjoy about the game, and that's why it is my number one sports game of the year. Very good, good stuff. Um, and the the league continues, and uh, and uh, I'm looking forward to uh, changing teams <laughs> and uh, and seeing what what uh, what I can do with whatever happened to them in the in the in the uh, league this year, which I did not. I don't know what did happen to them. I don't think they did well, but we'll see. Right? Yep. All right. Very good. All right, Jeff. What is your favorite sports video game of 2017? Well, since I have no shame whatsoever, uh, it has to be Franchise Hockey Manager 4. <laughs> awesome. The judges accept that. <laughs> I mean, what am I, if I can't say my own game is my favorite, uh, I know I shouldn't be doing it. <laughs> no, I think we, we, we made a lot of uh, improvements this year. It wasn't uh, sort of one huge leap forward in, way in any particular, in particular era, area, but we added a lot of uh, smaller improvements this year, just a variety of things like taking the NHL back a few, the historical game back a few more years, um, adding the uh, storyline engine from out of the park baseball. Uh, we basically did a whole lot of wish list stuff this year, and I, I think I published a list at uh, some point, and it was hundreds of points long. All of everything, all the different things we've upgraded and changed over the last few months uh, of development, and you know we're continuing to upgrade and change stuff. We just uh, put the new update out uh, right before Christmas, um, added another playable league and a few other things, and we will still be doing yet even more uh, for at least another couple of months or so. So I'm. Very happy with uh, you know the response we've had to FHM4. Um, sales have been doing very well. Uh, had a really good, just finishing up a really good uh, Steam Winter Sale now, uh, which will be running uh, for as we're recording this another twelve hours or so. Yeah, and by the time uh, you really hear it, it will yep. it will be over. Yeah, it'll but... be it'll be fast, but. <laughs> There'll be other sales or, you know, buy it at full price. Hey, I won't mind that either. But no, I think it's the game has come along really nicely this year. And we've got a good base now to build on. And uh, we'll be doing even better things for with it next year. Yep, I, I agree with everything you just said. And we are very proud of what you guys have done with Franchise Hockey Manager for um, all of us here. And uh, it, it's it's great to have these two, you know, great PC franchises and obviously our mobile game um, it's a lot of fun to make them, so uh, I'm very happy uh, that uh, that you picked Franchise Hockey Manager 4. And so speaking of FHM4, before we let you guys get out of here, you guys collaborate every week as the third hour of Out of the Park Night Around the World, doing a live stream every Wednesday night at uh, 10 p.m. Eastern on the, our Twitch channel. What have you guys been doing lately and sort of what are your plans for the near future? So folks listening to this can uh, get up to speed when they uh, tune in and check it out. Well, the uh, we've got three games, well, sort of two games and sort of a third going right now at the moment. Uh, the one we just finished up uh, earlier tonight uh, was our Western Hockey League game, uh, Canadian Major Junior Hockey, uh, playing as the Brandon Wheat Kings, which is sort of Adam's local team, relatively locally only. Uh, junior team, only major junior team in Manitoba. We're off to a good start with them. It uh, gives us uh, the chance to show off uh, sort of a different aspect of the game than the uh, NHL games we normally do. 
because uh, it's you know limited to the junior age players 20 and under and there's various other different challenges to it than there would be with a typical NHL game. Uh, we've also got a game going as the current version of the Florida Panthers, which is, I think, what we'll be doing uh, in the next up Wednesdays. And Adam also has a sort of an, uh, a side project going with an expansion yeah. team uh, in Seattle in the NHL. I think you're, what, up to 2021 in that now? We are in 21-22, just to see kind of what it's... Yeah, what yep. a Seattle team might look like, and it turns out the first year not like Vegas at all. Yeah, and that's that's actually that is you're sort of doing that uh, irregularly whenever yeah. there's uh, time to go on. Uh, we've done it a few times during the holidays, I think, and uh, yes. it's we may wind up doing that at some point on the regular Wednesday night ones, but right for now it'll probably just be Florida and Brandon on those. Yeah, that's been a lot of fun. That elusive championship. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. been a lot of fun to see uh, to see your pop up streams, like you said, during the holidays. It's been really cool to see that, and the fans have enjoyed it too, which has been great to see as well. Well, all right, gentlemen, thank you very much, Adam Burnett, community manager for Franchise Hockey Manager, Jeff Riddles, producer for Franchise Hockey Manager. Happy New Year, gentlemen! Have a great 2018, and we'll talk to you again uh, a little bit later this year. What do you say? Happy New Year. Happy New Year.